Welcome back to Podcast Room 303. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendes. This is episode 135. I have my co-host here at Nick.Morahan. And as always, we have with us EPE. How are you doing this evening, Nick? God save the king. That's all I can say. The patriarchy has been restored to its rightful spot on the throne. And all can continue right with the world. God bless America. And we almost... Actually, hold on. I'm going to go on a rant here. Just because a British monarch dies doesn't mean because they're our allies, we need to show solidarity with them. Like every time a U.S. president, like if a sitting U.S. president died, the British wouldn't throw up uh, U.S. flags on their main street, would they? But here in D.C., down the main street, there's British flags in honor of the Queen. Have we gotten so woke in this country that we just don't want to offend anyone now? Also, like, the Queen? <laughs> Wasn't she part of, like, all the bad shit everyone hates now? I mean, yeah, like, directly. Isn't that directly, like, imperialism? <laughs> like, but everyone was like, oh, how sad. Now, nobody cares about the queen, the prince, whoever the prince is fucking, unless it's Andrew. Like, nobody really cares about it. So, who cares? Good riddance. She was 96 years old. Let the woman go. She's done. She's had her fill. That's a good fucking run. That's gone soon. Lizzie, gone too soon. It was a good run. She had it. We've got it. Keep it pushing. <laughs> Ain't nobody care about that. Let's take it with our executive producer this evening. Do it good. And just to reiterate what Nick was talking about, uh, didn't we like fight a whole ass war and kick their ass just to come over here and not have to follow that shit? That's what I don't understand. Like, why are we celebrating what we wanted to get away from? Two whole-ass wars. Two of them. You heard that? Two wars? Which ones? Huh? Which wars? You being serious? I don't know about wars. I never fought any. <laughs> Jermaine's still salty about Afghanistan. It was... No, it was I'm salty about the war of 1812. Alex, what is the Revolutionary War and the War of 1812? I'm still salty about the War of 1812. I know you are, buddy. That's where my heart lies. (laughs) I know how much you love the old White House. Damn the torpedoes. I think that was a that was the War of 1945. I I couldn't remember though what they yelled in the War of 1812, the the quote, so I just went with damn the torpedoes. They don't had torpedoes in don't 1812. Give up the ship. They, they had torpedoes in 1812, right? No way. <laughs> All right, now that the show's been successfully derailed, we got quite a bit to cram into this. We, this week we have, uh, or today's episode, we have NFL Week 2 Bets. If you want to hear our thoughts on the Week 1, you can see that episode prior. Nick uh, somehow... Decided to sneak in college football, even though I hate college football. So I guess we're talking about that, unfortunately. And then we'll get into head-to-head, unless uh, Communion with E has anything. No? We did the Communion. Uh, Uh, Wait, this episode started. We're four minutes in. Do you have any more Communions? Not not currently lined up, but if I need to, I'm sure I can... (laughs) Squeeze one out of my dunghole. Are you sure? Because we give you a week and you don't manage to find one. 
Oh. Yeah. Didn't I give you guys a week? Didn't I give you guys two weeks to come up with a list of 100 players? What did you do for the list? Yeah. I'm I'm a host or I'm a I'm a oh, producer. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Somebody hit some Beyonce. Let me upgrade you. Oh, oh. Let me upgrade you. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Wow. My bad. This is, hey, this, I happen this is, to I seem to have those a lot on this show. He's the host now. This is his second podcast too. This isn't even his first priority. Take it away. Take it away, Eric. Guys, I I've done the other podcast like twice, three times. I'm oh, here weekly. Okay. Twenty three times you did it. Twice, two or three times. Don't don't. You, look, did, we're not it you did it twice, two or three times. So that's four to six times. Something like that, dude. I've done it a couple times. I don't keep count. I just show up when they ask you to show this up. Like, this is like a fish story. Just keeps getting bigger and bigger. You're bigger. All right, whatever, dude. Anyway, we're gonna. You guys want to jump into head to head real quick? Just kind of go. I don't, I don't know, Mister Host. Oh, here we go. This is gonna be the theme of the of the of the cast today. No, I don't want to jump straight into head to head. No, that's what, that. we we haven't even got into the NFL Week Two slate. How are we gonna do head to head? We haven't even done that. No, no, a, a recap. You're the host. Oh, that. So this is what we're doing for the rest. Of, okay. I All hate right. you guys so much. Can, can you recap head to head? I don't think it's done yet. Mm. If yours hits, it'll be a miracle. If all I need is a touchdown and a two point conversion. Yeah. Stupid fucking Broncos. I'm so upset with this team. I'm fading them from here on out. I hate this team. I hate you, Denver. How do they only have 16 points against the Seahawks? All right, we're going to kick it off with college football since Eric choked and didn't have a question. All right, Nick, go ahead and give us your college football picks. All right, this- so so not college football picks, but loyal listener Tom Lingard hit me up today, and he said that he has his five games to watch weekend because college football is all about random storylines and trying to figure out how good teams actually are. So five games to watch this weekend, uh, week three of the college football season. Number one, Georgia at South Carolina. Georgia just took the number one ranking in the AP Top 25 poll. It's their first road game in a very hostile uh, environment. Uh, South Carolina is a decent team. They have former Oklahoma quarterback Spencer Rattler on their team. Uh, Is this a trap game for Georgia? No, not even no. a little bit. Not even a little bit. What, what's the? How many points does Georgia? Wait, what's the? What's the? Can you get me the spread on this one, Eric? Yep. Number two, a game that Eric and myself will be at. Texas Tech travels into Raleigh to play North, the North Carolina State Wolfpack. It's a very tough home game for the Wolfpack uh, because Texas Tech can throw the ball, and NC State hates teams that can throw the ball. From the Big 12, but it's NC State's chance to prove that their victory against ECU was not a fluke. Now, I did say at the beginning of the college football season that NC State will lose one of these two first games, either ECU or Texas Tech. I'm hoping that since because they just squeeze, they just slid by and should have lost to ECU, that's their loss. What's the line, Eric? 24 and a half, Georgia. 
Does Georgia cover 24 and a half at South Carolina? Man, I was going to say they win by 23. So that puts me as they don't cover. Um, Look, if I'm splitting that small hair, they cover. Okay, 24 and a half, they cover. Number three game, BYU at Oregon. A couple of questions in this game. Was BYU's win against Baylor a fluke? Is Oregon – did Oregon actually shit the bed? against Georgia or did, is Georgia just that good that it made them look that way? Uh, Georgia's that good. BYU's win was not a fluke. Okay. What is the line on this one? All right, Eric, what's, well, give me the line on the, the NC state, Texas tech game. Uh, okay. Well, I had the line. So the Oregon line is three and a half. Let me go find the North. Uh, or North it's, it's or, Oregon has orbit or, or BYU is getting three points. Uh, BYU is getting three points. Okay. BYU three points. In Oregon, in Eugene, Jermaine, does BYU cover the three? Yes. Okay. BYU covers the three. Are you willing to put BYU money line? Yes. Okay. BYU money line. What's the NC State, Texas Tech? Uh, North Carolina is minus 10.5 favorites. That is ridiculous. And you say it right, Eric. It's North Carolina State. That's what I said. You said North Carolina. They're not a trash university from Crapple Hill. I didn't say state. No. Uh, well, I guess they you know. put the mortgage on Texas Tech plus 10 and a half. 100%. 10 and a half, Texas Tech covers. Texas Tech. All right. The fourth question Michigan State at Washington. Eric, if you could look up that line. Is Washington Mel is, is. Washington is minus three. Washington minus three. Michigan State at Washington. Washington minus three. Is Mel Tucker the real deal? And is Michigan State rebuilding? Washington may not be ranked, but they can still recruit well and are a top four Pac-12 team at home. What do we think on this one, boys? What's Michigan State's record? Have they played well this year? I believe they're 2-0, oh, no? No, that's why I'm asking. <laughs> they are 2-0. Oh. They have Mich- eight. They beat Western Michigan 35 to 13 and they beat Akron 52 to 0. So they did what they needed to do. Yeah, they handled business. 13 points in two games going against Washington. What's Washington's record? This one's a real interesting, interesting question. This bet is Washington is also 2 0. They beat Kent State 45 to 20 and Portland State 52 to 6. And they have a left-handed black quarterback. Does that sway you in any direction? Uh, no, but I'll follow okay. that into information that does not matter. Okay. Um, I will go – look, I'm fading Pac-12. I'm going to go Michigan Michigan State on this one. Michigan State. They win or they cover? What's the spread again? Plus, plus three, right? Correct. Michigan, State, Michigan State's plus three? Yep. I'm gonna go yes, win. Fine. I'm gonna go win because three. Is, sorry, Eric, I was thinking three. I'm going three. I'm going to win. Sorry, I'm going to win. What do you think, Eric? Washington covers the minus three. Washington covers minus three. Let's see real quick. What's the money line, Eric? Do you have it pulled up? Yeah, the money line is Washington minus one fifty five. Michigan State plus one thirty five. And not enough skin for me to put any on. Uh, on Michigan State, the final game of the weekend, and I think just a really fun weekend, uh, a really fun game. University of Miami at Texas A&M. Let's see if we can get Jimbo Fisher fired. 
Back-to-back losses? Back-to-back losses. They play Miami, you said. My University of Miami at Texas A&M. What's the line on that one, Eric? Uh, Texas A&M minus five. Texas A&M minus five. And you said they I mean, play Miami. Miami's a good team. Yeah. Based on how much money Jimbo Fisher or A&M has thrown at this program and like – and and having a coach like Jimbo Fisher, you think he'd be on one of the hottest seats in the country, no? I don't know. Why would he be in a hot seat again? Because they they're one and one. Didn't he take take over last year? Yeah, well, Jimbo Fisher was good last year. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you, you got dude. That's the problem it's with not. these soccer teams is they you can't you got to give coaches time to bring in their recruits and implement their shit. You say soccer teams? As I was saying, soccer teams have a tendency of firing coaches real quick. We can't start doing that in college football in the NFL. Like you got to give these guys a chance to build their program, especially a guy like Fisher, who we know can build a program. Explain me this: Texas A&M beats Sam Houston State thirty-one to zero. Right? Nobody's surprised at that. Texas A&M then loses a heartbreaker to Appalachian State, number twenty-four. Texas A&M. They lose 17-14 to App State. They should have beat App State, right? Well, App State's, App State's done this before. Right, but they should have beat App State. They should have won the game, yes. I, they, I a one-and-one one Texas A&M team that was not ranked at the beginning of the year and was only ranked because they beat Sam Houston 31 to nothing, and they lose to App State. They drop out of the top 25, right? Oh, they didn't drop out? They did not even drop a spot. Wait, hold on. You're saying Texas A&M was ranked what to start the season? Texas A&M was not ranked. They was were, not ranked. They were ranked six to start the season, weren't they? They had oh, the actually, numbers. They actually, were actually, A&M was ranked season. sixth. They were one of the highest-ranked teams in the country. They dropped to 24 with the loss. Yeah, yeah. no chance. They would have definitely dropped out if they were 24. They started the season as six. I mean, I'll pull up the preseason <laughs> – A&M was A&M was six when they showed the top ten rankings. They always circled the ones who lost, and I remember them circling it when I was watching. <laughs> it's the only reason why I'm confident in, the, in Eric's answer. Yeah, so it was Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Notre Dame, Texas A&M, Utah, Michigan, Oklahoma, and Baylor as the top ten. Hmm. So then they dropped down to twenty-four. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, six. A&M lost to Appalachian State 17 to 14. Better question. Do you if you're one and one and you lose a close game to the number 1 ranked team, do you deserve to be ranked if you were not ranked previously? No. Texas does not deserve to be ranked. I agree. I'm, I, I'm just saying like it's I love the game they played. It was tight. I mean, sure they lost their quarterback and they held Bama to 20, which is saying something, but you didn't win. <laughs> like, Texas is ranked number twenty-one, though. Yeah, that's what. That's why. I eat. Right. Over a Penn State two and zero Penn State team. That's what I said. Look, you cannot have no losses and be ranked lower than a team who has one loss, unless the one loss is like a top ten ranked team. Utah one and one, they're fourteen. Baylor one and one, they're seventeen. Florida one and one, they're eighteen. Texas one and one. They're 21. Pittsburgh, 1-1. One one. They're 23. Texas A&M, Oregon, also 1-1, one one, 24 and 25. Uh, the A&M one, 
I guess most of those teams fit the criteria because Pittsburgh lost to Tennessee, who's now ranked higher. Texas lost to Alabama. Um, Florida lost. Wait, Florida lost to. Who did Florida, Florida lost this Kentucky. week to Kentucky. Oh, that's right. They, they ate that gator. <laughs> right. All right. You got any more college football questions for us, Nick? That's it. That was it. Good riddance. I hate the NCAA. Kill yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are fine. Football's great. The NCAA as, as a whole. Ugh. All right, Eric. Go ahead and get into the head-to-head and recap the standings for us after one week. All right. So after one week in the head-to-head, we have a uh, – I'm the leader. Uh, so I'm the only one that got the – the pet right. I took the Vikings money line at plus 100, uh, which hit. Uh, Nicholas took the Panthers minus two and a half at minus 110. Unfortunately, they lost by two. And then Jermaine took Denver minus six and a half at minus 110. And they just lost by missing a field goal to the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> uh, 64 yarder. Still missed it. It's so dumb. They should have went for it on fourth and five. They had three timeouts. Daniel Hackett is not going to hack it, bro. How are you guys feeling after week one? You guys going to correct? You guys going to ride the, the losing train? What's going on? I'm going 0-17 again, bro. That's the goal. <laughs> I got to trust the process. I got to let you get up to where you think you're in the lead, and then I'm going to storm back using New England picks like I did last year. Please, please, for the love of God, pick New England this year. We've seen we've seen Eric have a lead in this before, and just we have. Oh, how the, how the mighty have jumped now that they're in the lead after one game. Right, bro. It's week one, dude. Right. Yeah, you're oh, the so one who's talking about how you're going you. Yeah, to didn't you start it off with "I'm the leader" for one <laughs> week? There's a lot of games left. Okay, we got to stay well. humble. All right, so the week two slate kicks off on Thursday. The Los Angeles Chargers are going into town to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Eric, do you have the odds pulled up for this? I do. This will so, be the first broadcast on Prime Video, by the way. Well, not for the year. Not ever. Put <laughs> <laughs> yeah. me off there for a sec. Uh, ever, ever for this year. Uh, we have the Los Angeles Chargers. Plus three and a half at minus 110. We have the Kansas City Chiefs minus three and a half at minus 110. The money line is Kansas City minus 180. Chargers plus 155. And our over-under is set at 54 and a half. 54 and a half is amazing. I love Kansas City minus three and a half. Oh, it opened at minus three. And I was like, cupcake, easy walk. Book that line, no hesitation. Kansas City minus three. They're gonna, they're gonna wax poetically on this Chargers team. And oh yeah, over fifty four and a half. I'll take the over. Keenan Allen's hurt. I don't want any part of that. I will take the Chargers money line and the over. You ready to lock it in? Um, You guys are forgetting that the Chargers defense. Is much is significantly better than the Arizona Cardinals defense. They are stacked no. at every level. They and yes, they didn't do anything dominant against Las Vegas. 
Okay. They're still a better team defensively. They they have guys putting – they got Khalil Mack, Joy Bosa. Or not Joy Bosa, sorry. Nick Bosa. Wait, it is Joy Bosa down there, right? I'm so – I get confused with the two Do brothers. Do you know? <laughs> I don't know, honestly. They got one of the Bosa brothers. Listen, it, it's not gonna, just going to be the Chiefs win by three and a half like that. Like, this is going to be a hard-fought fucking game. Yeah, we said three and a half, Eric. We didn't say 13. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we get what you're saying. I, th- I think the Chiefs win by double digits, but I'm not going to bet it. I think they cover three and a half. Yeah, I'd, I'll take the three and a half, bro. If you could have gotten three, that's perfect. Yeah. That's outstanding. Over is a great bet. I just don't want anything to do with it. 54 and a half, no thank you. This is in Kansas City. should be a lot of fun. This is a great Thursday night matchup. Get your popcorn. Skip the movies. You can catch it on the weekend. This is must-see television this Thursday. All right, so the next game on this slate, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Sorry, the 1-0 Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling in to New Orleans and the Caesar Superdome to take on the 1-0 New Orleans Saints. Uh, Tampa Bay opens as a three-point favorite on the road. 10 a.m. matchup on Fox. Not that that matters, but. <laughs> 10 a.m. Pacific, by the way, for everybody oh, out there. <laughs> I did, oh, yeah, sorry. 10 a.m. Pacific, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern. I guess I should lead with the questioning. Eric, that was your cue to jump in with the with the odds, please. Yeah, I mean, you gave them, but it's uh, Saints plus three at minus 120. Bucks minus three at plus 100. The over-under set at 44. If you want to go the money line route, the Saints are plus 135. The Bucks are minus 155. The Saints plus three. What is the juice on that? Minus 120. Oh, so they they don't even think that. Huh. That's very weird juice. I don't like that. So it seems like they're hedging. They think that the Saints could win. It does kind of sound like that, doesn't it? Yeah, if you're giving me minus 20, but they get three points, that seems like, I don't know. I don't know if I like that bet at all. What was the over-under again, Eric? Now that I've thought about the other thing, I forgot the other number. 44. Ooh. I like the over on that. (laughs) Over 44. Go ahead. Put that in there. Man, Julio Jones is going to terrorize the Saints as a Bucks player this year. <laughs> like, that sucks, man. I thought we got rid of him. We gave him. We sent him to the AFC. Now he's back. You know how upsetting that is? This matchup is fascinating purely from the, from the perspective that the Saints have owned the Bucks. So you would have to think the NFL is a parody league that the, that the Bucks would get at this, would finally get off the regular season schneid. Uh, I don't know. No one else has any thoughts on that one? All right, good talk. Next game for the 10 a.m. slate on CBS, the New York Jets, the 0-1 New York Jets, travel to the 1-0 Cleveland Browns. Eric, can you give me the odds? Uh, So the New York Jets are plus 6 at minus 110. Browns are minus 6 at minus 110. The over-under is 40 and a half. Uh, if you want to go the money line route, Cleveland minus two thirty, New York Jets plus one ninety five. Six points is a lot to give Jacoby Brissett. Is that you guys think that? I think Cleveland covers. You think Cleveland covers? 
I don't, I don't, I did not like what I saw to Joe Flacco and the Jets. They cannot protect the quarterback. Joe Flacco is not the guy. I, I, maybe, uh, listen, maybe they win. Maybe they win by giving the ball to Michael Carter 40 times. But that's the only way they win. Yeah. Speaking of that, Brees Hall, the highly touted rookie running back, didn't do Absent. shit. <laughs> he's, got, is... he's, he's got detention because he was absent for class. <laughs> well done. Um, look, I'm not saying the Browns can't cover. I'm just not laying six points with Jacoby Brissett. I want nothing to do with this. I don't even want the over-under at 40. <laughs> like, what I will say is go find whatever Nick goddamn Chubb rushing yard total prop you can find and hammer that over. Because uh, your boy is about to ball out. Nick Chubb is on one this season. Already balling. No touchdowns because Kareem Hunt got both of them. But whew, I'll tell you what, Nick Chubb is something special. All right. So nobody else has anything on that. I'm okay. trying to see if there's any Nick Chubb bets, but they seem to have taken them all away. <laughs> it's because they're listening to us live. That's why they, they wipe the board. We're real line movers. All right, so the next 10 a.m. <laughs> game on Fox, you see the 1-0 Washington Commanders take on the 0-1 Detroit Lions. Eric, you want to go ahead and give me the lines for this? Yeah, so I got the uh, Detroit Lions at minus 2.5, minus 110. The Washington Commanders are plus 2.5. Minus 110. The over-under has been set at 49. And if you want to go the money line route, Detroit is minus 135. Commanders are plus 115. Plus 115 for the Commanders. So we've got a Carson Wentz versus Jared Goff matchup. What's what's the line set there? Two and a half. I, I so just real quick, just because I watch, I actually watched the entirety of that game. The Eagles uh, Lions, um, Eagles have a great offensive line, and the Lions were still getting back there. I think they're going to destroy Carson. I think Detroit minus two and a half is a solid bet. You ready to lock it in? Nah, I got my lock for the week. I'm, I'm gonna give that to you on a little bit when it hits. You do, you can have more than one lock. What are you doing over there, scared money? You, you you can have the head to head. That can be your one, but you can still have a lock. Lock that shit in. No, I'm good. Look, Detroit Lions minus two and a half seems like the play, but that means you're betting on the Detroit Lions. I want no no part of it. The over should hit. I want no part of it. Carson Wentz and Jared Goff could go out there and hit me with 10 turnovers. Listen, this, this week, and this is what I love about the first few weeks in the NFL. I said I wasn't betting the first few weeks in the NFL last podcast, but I'm a liar. And those of you who know me should know that. I'm a dirty, filthy liar. This week, I'm playing overreactions, right? I'm playing New England overreaction, Indianapolis overreaction, uh, Seattle or um, Arizona overreactions. <laughs> I'm looking at the board here and I'm like, well, I don't really see any other overreact. Okay. So what are you saying on this one? You want nothing to do with this game? No. Okay. <laughs> no, thank you. Detroit, if you're looking for a winner, Detroit minus two and a half 
seems it, but it's also betting on Detroit. So the next 10 a.m. game on Fox, you have the 0-1 North Carolina Panthers traveling to take on the New York football Giants at 1-0. The New York Giants are minus 2.5. We have a Saquon Barkley versus Christian McCaffrey matchup. Both defenses are pretty, well, all right. <laughs> Carolina's supposed to have a good defense, uh, but they gave a 26 to Jacoby Brissett. So <laughs> I'll blame Nick Chubb on that one. And uh, also the offense. What was the time of possession of that game? I bet you it was outrageous. All right, Eric, can you give us the odds for Panthers-Giants, please? Uh, Giants are minus 2.5 at minus 115. Panthers are plus 2.5 at minus 105. The over-under has been set at 43. If you're going money line, Giants minus 135, Panthers plus 115. Hammer the under. 43 is too high. 43 is too high? 43 is too high. You take away a Robbie Anderson bomb and two scores inside the last two minutes with awful defense on both sides of the ball. Right? And that's... 17 points off the final score, a, a score that finished 26 to 24. Yeah, 17 points put you under 40. <laughs> yep. Well, uh, it was 50 points, yeah. Yeah, 26-24. Yes. All right, do you want anything with this other than that? I'm oh. staying away. I'm staying away from this game. Hammer the under. These are two teams that very close to having very different feels this week. So, well, nothing to do with it. The next 10 a.m. game on CBS is the 0-1 New England Patriots travel to the 1-0 Pittsburgh Steelers. Eric, can you give me the line for this game? Uh, Pittsburgh is plus one at minus 110. New England is minus one at minus 110. The over-under set at 41. Money line, Pittsburgh minus 105. New England minus one fifteen. Give me, give me New England spread. New, New England is the, the favorite. You know that, right? New England. I get, I get New England minus one, right? Yeah, yeah. New England minus one, hammering it. Again, I'm telling you, I'm playing overreactions. Pittsburgh forced five turnovers last week. They won the turnover margin by five turnovers, and they won by three points in overtime. Yeah, Hammer New England. New England's the favorite on the road, though. I know. Hammer New England. I don't know how that's an overreaction. Because New England should not be only favored by one point. Did you New watch England, the Patriots? New England scored seven points. What did this line open up as? And it didn't open up as minus one. What did it open up as? I don't know. I don't have the app on the phone, on my phone anymore. <laughs> that told Hold me on. what it opens up on. <laughs> Let me see if I can find that. I'm shouting. Uh, what app was that? So I can download it and use it. Well, no, yeah, I'll tell you here in a second. Was... I'll tell you here in a second. I don't no, know. All my... Right now. Come on, man. I don't know what ready. All these fucking... It's called Live Scores and Odds, you bunch of cheapskates. Find your own apps. <laughs> <laughs> and download and download lickety splurt like that. Week two. The New England line opened 
Is it moved to pick them? Anyway, New England line open, New England minus two, and it's moving to pick them apparently. So, so what's the overreaction that Pittsburgh's good at football? No, that New England is bad. Pittsburgh is not good at football, Eric. They still have Mitch Trubisky as their quarterback, and they forced five turnovers and won by three. They won by less points than the turnovers they forced. And TJ Watt is done for six weeks. Yeah, the Patriots had four turnovers. Yeah, it's typical, normal fucking Patriots to begin the year. They always do this because everyone goes, oh, now Bill Belichick is dead. Is he the right man to be a coach? And he comes out there and he whoops ass. Nah. What, you, right, oh, you, you guys are looking at me like I'm a big fucking moron, Eric. Unlike you, I'll have the balls to fucking lock it in. Give it to me. I'll lock it in. I don't know why you're getting so mad. I just have a different you want to You want to talk all this crap about all your picks and you don't want to lock them in. New England, minus one. It's my head-to-head. It's my lock. I might head even, to head I, and your I, lock. I might even put three pizzas on it, Eric. I might even put, what do you call it, hooker money on it? What's yeah. the over-under? It is 42 41? and a half. Oh, 41. It's 41 on DraftKings. I want the over. I mean, sorry, I want the under. <laughs> sorry. Under 41. <laughs> Dude. It took overtime for the Steelers to score 23. Patriots scored seven. Patriots had four turnovers. They had the lowest yards expected per carry. Yards expected. An average running back running behind the holes opened up by the offensive line by the New England Patriots would have had a 5.0 yards per carry. The New England Patriots running backs combined had a 3.4 yards per carry. There is something fundamentally wrong with these teams. They are not scoring offensive points. If they hit the over, it's because both defensive scores defensive touchdowns. Don't get get it twisted. New England still has a good defense. They gave up 13 offensive points to the Miami Dolphins with Tyreek Hill and the San Francisco 49ers offensive scheme. They scored. They gave up 13 points to that. They had four turnovers, gave up 13 points. Both defenses are absolutely good. Hammer the under. Now, I just don't – my only question was, I just don't think it's an overreaction if New England's the favorite. But that was all I was saying. I think they should be a favorite by more. More than a field goal, at least. I think they're on the road. I think that's – still Mike Tomlin and the Steelers. All right, next game. Let's see, who's the next game? Now that we've got that now. Next game, we have Colts. Sorry, next next 10 a.m. game on CBS, we have the 0-0-1 Indianapolis Colts traveling to take on the 0-1 Jacksonville Jaguars. Eric, can you give us a spread? Uh, so the Jaguars are plus four at minus 110. Colts are minus four at minus 110. Over-unders, 47. Uh, if you want to go money line, Jags plus 165. Colts minus 195. I think Indianapolis minus four is the play here. Yeah. I agree. And you said the over, so the over-under was 45 is what you said? 47. 47, okay. Yeah, I'm going to go Colts minus four here. Um, 
I think they wrecked the ship. And it's Jacksonville. I'm not not really scared. You did say on the last podcast, <laughs> hammer the Colts. Yeah, that's that was the other reason. I'm like, yeah, it's Jacksonville. I don't think they I think they get off the schneid, get a win, even though they got a tie already. Is a tie more of a win or more of a loss? A loss. <laughs> Always the optimist, Nick. It's a loss. <laughs> All right, the next wait. You guys have anything else for that game? All right, next game we have Dolphins Ravens, 10 a.m. CBS. The one and Dolphins travel to take the one and Ravens. What's the line on this, Eric? Oh, uh, Baltimore minus three and a half at minus 105. Miami plus three and a half at minus 115. Over under 43 and a half. Uh, money line Baltimore minus one seventy five, uh, Miami plus one fifty. Fascinating. This is a fascinating week two matchup. What was the over under? Forty three and a half. Yeah. Ooh, that's not high at all. If I, I was, hope, I was hoping I, it was high. If I didn't have bets that I liked on this slate, more. I would bet Miami plus three and a half before it goes down to Miami plus three. I was going to say Miami money line. If I mean, if you're looking for a good bet, and 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 you listen to Eric on the last podcast, maybe I maybe Lamar Jackson was missing open receivers. Like maybe like maybe the Ravens aren't it. Well, he was seventeen for thirty. It was not a good uh, passing right. performance. I know that the Ravens had a ton of drops again. <laughs> it just seems to always be the fun. It just looked like he wasn't targeting the most open man. Now, I'm not an NFL quarterback. I don't know how it feels to have, you know, six, seven, eight, 250-pound men coming at me full speed, but it just didn't look like he was going through the progressions, just forcing it to the first or second option. That's what it felt like. I can definitely see Miami winning this game. So then Dolphins money line. Right, Eric? Uh, yeah, Dolphins money line is what I would do. Yeah, okay. Yeah, put me on. I'll, I'll, I'll write myself down for a little Dolphins money line action. You guys got anything else on this? That 45 is a fun number because these offenses easily could pass that. 43 and a half. 43 and a half. Who had 45? Even better. Even better for your over. Yeah, who, who had 45? Was that Colts Jaguars? Uh... Where did I get that number from? I just made it up. You keep yeah, saying 45, and there's no 45 over under here. There is a 45. It's Jordan. <laughs> Let's keep it pushing. <laughs> oh, boo-hoo. Jesus. Who pissed your Baja Humbug Cheerios? <laughs> Next slate. We're now into the afternoon games. It's the battle of the winless Atlanta Falcons versus the winless Los Angeles Rams. Minus ten and a half with how the Falcons just played is madness. Give me the Falcons plus ten and a half. I don't know if that's the actual line anymore, Eric. Sorry. Before we get into that, can you give us the odds? And the Rams. The Rams are minus ten and a half at minus one ten. Falcons are plus ten and a half at minus one ten. Over under forty seven and a half. And 45? the. 47 and a half, and the money line is Rams minus 475, Falcons plus 380. Oh, man, if the Falcons were in the 400s, I'm hammering the money line. 
I don't know what teams they watched. Look, the Falcons blew it. But you give me, you lay me ten and a half points. I can guarantee the Falcons get this covered. I'm going to disagree with you. You're going to say the Rams win by 11. Correct. I don't. I'm not for that one. <laughs> All right, go ahead. What's the reasoning? Just because you're saying because there was an overreaction that 10.5 is too small on? I think 10.5 is too small a line for the talent that you have on both these teams. Look, the, look, the Bills are a fabulous team. They have a great secondary, and they got to Matt Stafford. The Falcons do not have that. Okay. Ten and a half. Ten and a half. Now, I, listen, I think, it's, I think it's a good bet. I think they cover. Because I like, if, if this is any other team other than the Atlanta Falcons, that I don't I don't like this big of a number, but it's it's the Falcons. And there's too much talent on the Rams for them to keep performing as poorly as they did against the Bills. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That Rams offensive line is not good to me. I mean, it's just the Rams have a terrible offensive – not terrible. They have a bad offensive line. Run game is non-existent. And without OBJ and Allen Robinson being a no-show, it's, it's just, you know. Everyone, everyone forgets their third option is out as well. You have, uh, I mean, OBJ's not signed, so technically it's there. Oh, it is their third option. Allen Robinson exists. <laughs> Jesus, I've already forgot he's on that team. Ben Jefferson's out. Their starting center's out. Their backup running back that Cam Akers has to pass once he gets healthy again, uh, he's out. I don't know if I agree with – I think 10.5 is too much. Oh, that's crazy. The line just moved live in real time to a plus 11 for the Falcons, minus 11 for the Rams. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> that's actually that's, that's crazy. actually that's actually reasonable. I know I wouldn't want I, 11 <laughs> is a bad number. If you, 11, <laughs> 11 is a bad number. 11 is a bad number. So him changing it like that is actually smart. Look, I got also, it. Although, check the tapes. I got it at 10 and a half. I will take Falcons plus 11. <laughs> Let's thread that needle. Of course you will. <laughs> I'll take Falcons plus 11. I'm, uh, I'm taking Falcons plus 11. Their run game is decidedly better than I thought it was. The Saints have a very good run defense, although they would not have told you that yesterday. Um, yeah, I think, they're, I think they're a good team. Personally, I think that maybe we've undersold these Falcons and they put it together. Never. <laughs> Look, first of all, if they don't get it together, I'm perfectly happy. <laughs> so, let to see how many sacks they had against the Saints. I think they had four. four sacks. Grady Jarrett won it. Oh, of course, Grady Jarrett. Fucking won that. Stupid bitch. <laughs> all right. <laughs> let's get it. Anyone who's on the Falcons just makes me mad. All right, next slate of games for the 105 on Fox. You have the undefeated Seattle Seahawks at 1-0, traveling to San Francisco to take on the San Francisco 49ers, who are 0-1. Eric, can you give us the odds, please? Uh, San Fran is minus 9.5 at minus 110. 
Seahawks are plus nine and a half at minus 110. Over-unders 42 and a half. Niners are money line is minus 410. Seahawks money line is plus 330. What was the spread again? Nine and a half. Holy 40, cow. Nine and a half. I thought, I thought you said over-under. I'm hammering Seahawks nine and a half. Nine and a half is... Is it raining? That's what I want to know. Is it raining? Does Debo Samuel fit, fumble because it's raining? I think the 49ers aren't shit without George Kittle. Is he out? He's out. I don't know if he's going to try to make this game, but as of right now I'm looking at it, he's out. Elijah Mitchell's out. And Daniel Brunskill is out. Um, Jamal Adams is doubtful already. Jesus Christ. Nine and a half is a lot of points. I'm not betting Geno Smith. I will stay away from this game because Kyle Shanahan may figure it out. It's it's another. Uh, I don't know where this eight and a half points comes from. I, I know the or that sorry, this nine and a half points. I, I know the line opened up at like eight and a half, which I think is crazy before before the the game even started. Yeah, eight and a half. San Francisco was eight and a half point favorites. After seeing how they played against Chicago, maybe they maybe they chalked it up to a rainy day, a rainy game, but it, it just seems too much for, like you said, Trey Vance has thrown what? Well, 400 passes. Trey Lance, Trey 400 Lance has meaning- thrown 400 meaningful passes since high school. Since high school, yeah. Kind of a little my- scary. That was my fun little nugget. And then also you take into play negative uh, 0.18 expected points added per play for context on that. Jimmy Garoppolo had has 49 starts with the San Francisco 49ers of those starts. He has 45 with more expected points per play than what Trey line posted in this game. Uh, also completion percentage over expectation. Trey Lance was negative 21.1 percent over expectation is just a wild (laughs) to be negative over expectation is just a wild proposition i don't know if if those of you who don't know advanced analytics but that is not good at all (laughs) you don't want to be under uh, you don't want to be under over expectation (laughs) yeah yeah Oh, dude, eight and a half is wild. They were six and a half point favorites, which is the Bears lost by nine. I think you got to go with the Seahawks on this one, but yeah, for all the same reasons, uh, I don't think I don't the Rams. I don't know, man. Matt Stafford's scary, man, with that elbow, dude. These are these are scary. These are scary division games, though. Always. Oh, the NFC West plays scary division games. So always, it's a hard division to call. The next slated game is the one twenty-five matchup on CBS versus the zero and one Cincinnati Bengals and the zero and one Dallas Cowboys. Eric, let's hear those odds. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys are plus seven at minus one ten. Bengals are minus seven at minus one ten. The over under is forty three and a half. Dallas money line plus two fifty five. Bengals money line minus three oh five. 
Yeah, I don't. <laughs> there is nothing in this nothing. game <laughs> that will fill me with warm and fuzzy. I want nothing to do with it. In fact, if you want a bet for this game, and I hope for God you don't want to bet in this game, but if you want to bet, go look up Ty, put $5 on it, and root for chaos. Because <laughs> these two teams have some questions. I want nothing to do with it. In fact, the line change when Dak left, making it nine and a half, it's almost like you have to take Dallas spread. Yeah, one, yeah, you almost have to, right? One thing I will look at is I'll wait till Sunday on this game. I know we don't advise that very often. Wait till Sunday. See if people are crazy enough to back the Bengals. If they balloon this line past seven, you get a seven and a half. You get an eight. You get a nine. I know that's two two more points of line movement. Probably won't happen. But those would be amazing numbers. Well, here, so just to jump on what Jermaine said, I would almost jump, I would almost just watch it throughout the week because the second that it gets over seven, the sharps are gonna crush it back down to, to the Dallas line. As they rightfully should. That's why they're professional gamblers. Because they watch stuff like this and get, you know, red alerts go off in the in the betting cave at Caesars that that this line is crazy. I, I would walk, I would say this line doesn't get past seven and a half. But if you can get it at seven and a half at your book, if you can get it at eight, you need to lay double the money you were gonna lay on seven <laughs> yeah, and a half. One hundred percent. Uh over under was forty three, which is crazy to say for these two offenses. Who uh who do the Dallas Cowboys have playing quarterback now? Uh, it's TBD. They said TBD. They, will, they will look at options. But Cooper Tom Brady's Rush, dick is playing uh, quarterback. Cooper Rush was their backup on Sunday. Um, I'm just going to push right through that. What's, <laughs> what's, what's Andy Dalton doing these days? He plays with the Saints. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so. Oh, man, that's crazy. But they've said they're going to – they so they have Cooper Rush, they have uh, that cat Ben DiNucci, and they have uh, one other quarterback I don't remember right now. It's not but a real name. You made that up. So they actually put – they actually cut Cooper Rush, put him on the practice squad. So at what point in time the Dallas Cowboys were only carrying Dak Prescott as their quarterback? Looks like it worked out for him. <laughs> Both strategies, Kyle. Let's see how it pays off. All right, no one else wants anything to do with this – Shit game. We're going to move to the next one on the 125 slate. On CBS, you have the 0-0-1 Houston Texans traveling to take on the 0-1 Denver Broncos. Eric, give me the odds. If this line is correct, I'm going to be fucking bored. Uh, Broncos are minus 9.5 at minus 115. Texans are plus 9.5 at minus 105 over under 44. Broncos are minus 520 favorites. Texans are plus four ten money line dogs. That's I would ha- I would hammer the under here. That's outrageous. That offensive line for Denver is bad. Nine and a half points is a lot. I have I'm sitting here staring at a minus eleven line. If you can get the Houston Texans plus eleven on whatever service you're using. Like you have to put some money on that. Yeah, Houston played. Houston played well. The Colts' defense is supposed to be one of the better defenses in the league, and Houston put up twenty on. 
OJ Howard yeah. sighting too. OJ OJ Howard two touchdowns. You're so excited to keep te- is, was OJ Howard at NC State? No, I think, <laughs> just, I think he was. I think he was Alabama. Alabama, right? You're just prone OJ Howard because you love <laughs> you were high. I just touchdown I, he scored. I just loved him because I thought he was a good tight end. And then Rob Gronkowski came in and basically ended any chance he had at, at, at realizing any sort of potential. He tore his Achilles. Right, with Jameis Winston. And then Tom wow. Brady came in and brought Gronk in, and it basically said they showed O.J. Howard the door. Well, it's – yeah, but the Achilles is undefeated. Right, that's like, true. It gets yeah, everyone from Cam Akers right now. He played at Alabama. Cam Akers right now is Captain Achilles question mark. Uh, James Robinson scored a three-yard touchdown, but that dude's a question mark. We need one of them to come back successfully from the Achilles. Right. We know it could be done. I like Terrell Suggs. He still came back and was a very productive linebacker. Was never as great as he was, but still productive because he was great. Achilles, man, they're undefeated. So apparently they just said that Jamal Adams tore his quad, his quadriceps tendon. Oh, he's done for the season. Yeah. That dude's always done for the year. (laughs) God, that dude's got to be so frustrated. Another Seahawks safety down for the year. Well, what did, did we just both ride the Seahawks? <laughs> uh, no, I think I think I st- I said it looks juicy, but I'm gonna stay away. Uh, I don't know. Eric's riding shit down, so he can tell us what we what we took. Oh uh, man, this look. I'm staring at plus eleven. If I want the Texans plus eleven, I know that's not the line Eric has, so we're gonna keep it pushing. Um, what an awful game to have in the afternoon. All right, so the, the next afternoon game, the next 125 game on CBS is the 0-1 Arizona Cardinals traveling to take on the 0-1 Las Vegas Raiders. Eric, can you give us the odds, please? Uh, Raiders are minus 5.5 at minus 110. Cardinals are plus 5.5 at minus 110. Over under 51.5. Raiders money line minus two forty. Cardinals money line plus two hundred. This line is set perfectly. I love a Cardinals money line. Yeah, I want nothing to do with this one. Cardinals plus five and a half. Cardinals money line. Give it to me. Let's see who's who's out for this game. Kyler Murray only had one hundred ninety three yards. Early season Arizona Cardinals don't bet against them. Something <laughs> got crushed. JJ Watts out, guard Justin Pugh's out, wide receiver Rondell Moore is out, and cornerback Trayvon Mullen is out. Marco Wilson cornerback questionable. Yo, the Cardinals cornerbacks are not good. Eric, do you have any Devontae Adams props or Hunter Renfro props? Because. I am interested. Those are the plays in this game. The corners for Arizona are so bad. Um, ah, yeah, I don't want nothing to do with this Cardinals team. This Cardinals team might be worse than we said they would be. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly after week one, they didn't look good. So I just realized going through this, I've been looking for player props. They won't release those till like Wednesday, probably. Ooh. 
that All makes right. sense. Yeah. All right. So next we have the no one else wanted any action on this game, correct? What was the over under? Fifty. Oh, uh, sorry, no. sorry, sorry. Fifty one and a half. No, thank you. I'm out on that. We're gonna go ahead and take. Uh, we're going to go into the night game, the 5.20 p.m. on NBC. The Chicago Bears 1-0 take on the Green Bay Packers 0-1. Eric, can you give me the line on this? Green Bay is minus 10 at 110. Chicago's plus 10 at minus 110. Over under 43. Green Bay money line 500. Minus 500, sorry. And uh, Bears money line plus 400. This is the most likely cover of the week, right, for Green Bay? Of the, double, of the double-digit lines, Green Bay is the most likely to cover. Yeah, what were the other double-digit lines? Rams. Rams at the Falcons. Rams, I'm going to say Seahawks because it's nine and a half. Broncos, okay. and I think the, the Bills are also ten. Right, Eric? Yes. Yeah. Minus, yeah. Bills are ten. <laughs> well, if you think the Bills are that good, isn't that the most likely cover? No. I think it's Green Bay. I'm not betting against Aaron Rodgers versus the Bears. We all know he's the owner of that franchise. So um, if Nick is going to ride the Green Bay minus 10 line, let him have it. What's the other under one more time? Oh, I'm not riding. 43. I'm not riding. I'm saying it's the most likely to hit, but I don't want to ride it. I don't trust it. No, I don't think that's the most likely. So what's your most likely to hit then? Most likely to cover, yeah. For oh, as the favorite is the Bills, yeah. Okay. And Oliver's injury scares me though. So let's move into Monday Night Football. We have the four fifteen p.m. That's right. This week has the two games for some reason on ESPN. Tennessee Titans travel. The zero one Tennessee tri- Titans travel to Buffalo to take on the one and zero Buffalo Bills in prime time. Eric, what's the score? Uh, the Bills are minus are, are <laughs> minus ten at minus one ten. What's well, zero zero right now? Titans are plus ten at minus one ten. Over under forty nine and a half. Bills money line minus four twenty five. Titans money line plus three forty. I keep missing over unders. What am I listening to when you're saying that? Forty nine and a half. What am I doing over here? I hear yeah. everything else, and then I'm like, where was the over under? You need to put up a sign so I can know what you're doing over there. I don't know what's happening. All right, so for Monday Night Football games, we'll go ahead and pick scores. And we'll pick scores on how the game's going to end for Monday Night Football games. I'm taking Bills minus 10 because I'm feeling fucking froggy, so I'm jumping. Let's go. Bills minus 10. The Bills will win 31 to 10. They will mimic the exact score they put on the Rams, and everyone's going to be like, yo, is this team legit? Bills win this one 28-16. Tennessee gets a late touchdown. Oh, so it was 17, and then Tennessee scores. Got it. I like where your head's at, kid. <laughs> what, did you say was, Nick? Huh? what did you say the score would be? Bills what? 28-17. With Tennessee getting a late touchdown, so it looks a lot closer than it is. I think that this one's going to be a lot of fun. Stefan Diggs is going to have his way. 
Stefan Diggs revenge tour, I guess. Stefan Diggs is finding a reason to be pissed at every single person this year. I was there for <laughs> all that Jalen Ramsey slander. I think Jalen Ramsey is slowing down, and that's sad to say because he's been fun to watch. But I think it's I think he's slowing down, man. Unfortunately, yeah. it might all be right. true, but I, I just don't don't say a word to Stefan Diggs or or do. I don't know what the correct answer is because he's gonna get pissed off if you don't talk to him. He's gonna get pissed off if you talk to him, and he's just finding a fuel to his fire. When, Apparently, when he was when he was standing on the field after KC won, I was like, "Oh no!" Oh, dude, I remember that photo, and I was like, "Yo, Stephon Diggs might be that dude. <laughs> might be that dude." That's Eric's guy. Eric loves Stephon Diggs. Um, this game has the potential to be an absolute massacre. One of those Monday night bloodbaths. I hope it's not the case. I'll, I'll happily lose my bet to watch a competitive football game between these two teams. The Titans, they scare me. That Harold Landry injury is big. They were going to rely on their defense. I was part of the free Tannehill movement, but now I think I need to start to uh, box him up, ship him out, and let Malik try <laughs> movement. Let's see what we can get there. Run the triple option. Malik and Derrick Henry. Um Keep it pushing. The Navy will show you a thing or two. All right, nobody else has anything else? Nobody wants the over in this? No, 49 nope. is a lot. I don't know what, was your, what was your score guess, Eric? Uh, Bills 52, Titans 17. Way. 52. Dude, I, I think this Titans team is god-awful. My friends are going to be there. My so-called friends are going to be there. They were a bunch of assholes during the draft, so – because they're going to be in Buffalo watching their team live, I really hope by the first five minutes of this game it's over and they wasted their money, they wasted <laughs> their time, they're heartbroken and sad, and I will drink champagne to that when it happens. <laughs> Bums. And I know they don't listen to the podcast, so. That got personal. <laughs> All right, so we are on to Monday night football. Legitimately Monday night. Um, 5.30 p.m. on ABC. These are all time specific date time, by the way. Uh, you have the 1-0 Minnesota Vikings traveling to Philadelphia to take the on the 1-0 Philadelphia Eagles. Eric, you want to give us the odds for this? Yeah, so uh, Philly is minus 1.5 at minus 110. Minnesota's plus 1.5 at minus 110. The over-under is 51.5. Philly money line minus 125, Vikings money line plus 105. I have, in what I am calling now a potential NFC championship preview, I'm going to take the road Minnesota Vikings money line. I do not like what I saw from Philadelphia's run defense against the Detroit Lions. And Dalvin Cook in this air raid offense seems just way more scary to me than Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift. I think Philadelphia makes it close, which is why I'm taking money line. I would not be surprised to see a 28-27 finish in this game. What's the line again, Eric, and the over-under? The over-under is 51.5. The line is minus 1.5. For, for, for Philly. Philly's faves. Over. Hammer the over. 
Man, that's a good line. That's a very well set line. Hand me, hand me, hammer the over, hand me the dogs. This game is going to be a lot of points, and you're going to get into the rest of the, that week, and people are going to be talking about the, as these two teams to be contenders in the NFC. All right, I'll be anyone else. <laughs> anyone else? Who, who do you got? Nobody. See it happening. No let's score. Get, let's get to that. Let's get to that head. Oh, score. Yeah, I'm going to go the opposite side of you. I think Philly pulls it out by a, by a field goal. I'll say 28-25, Philly. 28-25, Philly. Either way, over hits. Still, I still cash money. Eric? Philly 34, Minnesota 28. All right. Over still hits. Cash money for me. <laughs> so that wraps up. Week one, by now, we all have a pretty good uh, bearing of this board. And you would think I would, but what did we determine last week for the for the pick'em order? It would be whoever went last, whoever got last goes first, correct? Correct. So mm-hmm. if you – I went first. Eric, who went first last week? Uh, I went first last week because it was my birthday. You guys let me go first. And then Nick went second, correct? Mm-hmm. I thought we were going, uh, wait, so if you lost, you get to go first, not if you won. Yeah, fuck you. You won. Okay. Why, what, 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 you, the winner gets first pick? No, you oh, won, right? I was, just, I was just asking for clarification. So I you don't remember. get balls back. Yeah, this is a loop stock. All right, guys, let's go. Let's keep it pushing. Dude, where are you, what are you so grumpy about? You in a rush to get somewhere? No. You got a dick appointment? No. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, then that means I'll go first this week. I, Jesus, this fucking board. <laughs> I want a little dog action in my life. I'm going to go – hey, so no Monday night games on head-to-head, right, Eric? I mean, we can. We 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 finished today's game. I mean, I mean, it, it's it. You know, it's not. Yeah, a bad we idea. To, we can. We, do we it. won't do that. I'm gonna go ahead and take. Uh... <laughs> I'm not confident in any of these. I'll go ahead and take Colts minus four. It's a good pick. So we said no Monday night games on head to head. I'll take yeah. Bills minus 10. Um yeah, I already said it earlier. I want I want I want Pats minus one. Pats minus one. There it is. Oh man, I put I picked the Colts. What was I thinking? They haven't failed, they haven't failed me since. <sighs> All right. I'll right, to, to you, champ. Uh, I'll take the, the Miami Dolphins money line against the Baltimore Ravens. Another dog. Oh, also, we'll have to add up juice at the end of the at the end of the uh, units. I mean, oh damn! So you just need to hit a big a big uh, money line dog. 
Well, I mean, that would be one thing you can win. It's still a, it's still a records-based performance. We, we are very much NFL-esque. You, you, you. you can get a pat on the back for having hella units. Good for you. You won money, but you still suck. I got you. I got you, big dog. I'm going dog yeah. hunting. Yeah, you got 18 shit bets and you hit one. Good, Hell yeah. Good How did you know my betting strategy? <laughs> yeah, I'm taking I'm taking uh, Colts minus four. Nick is taking New England minus one. Both of those lines are at minus 110. And Eric coming in with another money line dog for you. If Eric gets hot because he's taking these money line dogs, he's got Miami money line plus 150. I think that's a great bet. Um I just didn't have the stones to take it for head to head. I went with the favorite because I'm a pussy. I'm a puss. All right. I think that wraps up today's episode, correct? No doubt. All right. So, you guys got anything else for them? Like, oh, follow, uh, subscribe, all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, follow, subscribe. Actually, we can say that now. Like the video. Follow us and subscribe. Wow, we're we're officially those YouTube dudes who fucking batter you over the head with uh <laughs> with, with, in the box in, up here. Is it here? How are you watching? <laughs> How are you watching? All right, so follow us on Instagram and Twitter at podcast room three zero three. I've been your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co-host Nicholas Moran. And as always, we have with us EPE. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room.